Hello, and welcome to Let's Get Weird Weirding. I'm Bo North. And I'm Megan Sunday. The show we're discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series chapter by chapter. And this week we're going to be talking about chapter 21. Now, full disclosure, audience, uh, we had an episode that we recorded earlier in the week. And there was some kind of thing wrong with the audio and it was completely unusable. So we're doing this, just a quick rundown of the chapter so we don't have to record a whole new episode. Um, but we do want to fill you guys in. And it's been, oh, you know, it'll be two weeks now since we have, have had a new episode. So we just wanted to check in with you guys, get up get up to with what's going on in Arakeen. Megan, how are you? I am good. I just, I do want to say that that episode was, it was so good. We would have <laughs> won awards. Yeah. We're there. You know, just you know, so many. It's possible that I could salvage some of it, mostly on your end, because on my end was completely screwed. Oh. But, uh, you know, I could salvage some of it if we ever do a clip show. <laughs> okay, there we go. Uh, so as with every week, we're just going to run down this real, real quick, just so we're up to date when the next episode comes out, because next week's going to be a big week. This week, mm-hmm. we're just, you know... It's, it's big, but it's not as big as it is next week. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. As with every episode, we're going to get caught up on what Princess Arulin is writing about this week. All right. There is a legend that the instant the Duke Leto Atreides died, a meteor streaked across the skies above his ancestral palace on Caladan. Uh, from an introduction to a child's history of Muad'Dib by the Princess Arulin. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> Also, I added a comma there because there should be a comma ruling. There's not. Uh, oh, uh, just, we're going to be running down plot points. So I just do want to note quick content warning. This is a barren chapter. So yes. there, there's unpleasant things. Unpleasant and things. It does end with a not detailed, but pretty specifically implied uh, sexual assault. So uh, just so everyone is yes. aware. Yes. Uh, that's sort of a, a standing content warning barren honestly um mm-hmm. yeah really i mean if you're offended by offensive portrayals of fat people or uh gay people or <laughs> just like in general um anything that the baron is doing is probably going yeah, to be just offensive. in general honestly mm-hmm. yeah so where are we now where the baron is on arrakis he has arrived and there's all kinds of war going on in the background. He's decided to use artillery, which I suppose is not done anymore. I guess now laser guns mm-hmm. are like the hot new thing and no one uses actual bullets. But he's so he's so proud of himself. Yeah, he's really, really good. Uh, he's, he's really, really proud of himself. And he they, has them bring in Yui. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, Yui is again still kind of surprised that everyone is just disappointed in him as a traitor. Um, right. <laughs> sorry, that's the choices you've made. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Yui can tell almost immediately that his wife, Wana, is in fact dead. Um, yeah. He says, you know, he talks about her to the Baron. He can tell from the Baron's reaction that, you know, Wana had probably been dead at this yeah. whole time. Which, yes, of mm-hmm. course she has Wellington. Doi. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, he also, 
there is a definite sort of cliche kind of Bond villainy moment where he mm-hmm. says, well, you told, you know, Yui says, you promised me that if I brought you the Duke, I, you would, you know, let me be with my wife. And the Duke's like, oh, you can be with your wife. Wahahaha. And he lets Piter stab you in the back. He likes it a lot. Uh, and they bring in the Duke, who is very drugged. Uh, oh, and there is a moment as Yui is dying, he says to the Baron, you think you've defeated me. Uh, but, you know, you think I didn't know what I was doing. But I'll have the last laugh. Mwahaha. And the uh, Baron's kind of like, oh. And he doesn't like that. It's un- it unsettles like it. him. Yeah. Uh, for someone who, who has so many quippy things to say, he doesn't like it when other people are doing it too. You know what it's like? It's kind of like when you are getting ready to start a new job and someone says, where are you going to be working? And you tell them and they go, oh, good luck. Yeah. (laughs) Or when someone says, oh, I almost didn't recognize you. You look so good. (laughs) Did I look like shit before? Is that Blink, blink. Oh, yeah. I've heard this a lot. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh. hmm? Yeah. (laughs) Double take. Right. Uh, so (laughs) So they can't find Jessica or Paul. Yeah, Piter's really getting the old. Uh, he's, he's getting he's, the old what for, isn't he? Oh yeah, because he <laughs> has no answers. This is no. a pretty shipshot operation. He is. <laughs> he doesn't. They don't know where Paul and Jessica are, but he right. assumes that they died because they saw evidence that a worm did, like, appear or show right. up or you know do whatever they do. He's like, they probably got eaten by died. a worm. Yeah, and the Baron's like, oh, well, well, what happened to the what? dudes that were supposed to kill them? Well, like, well, they're, they're dead. dead. <laughs> like, obviously they're dead. But what happened to this missing ornithopter? Uh, we don't know. <laughs> it's a real, like, bubblegum operation, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, baby town frolics. <laughs> and he runs down a list of potential members of the Duke's sort of entourage mm-hmm. that could have stolen this ornithopter. And it's the, the all-stars. Yeah. That I think they'd be a little more concerned about. He's like, it could have been Foofer. Duncan. Gurney. Gurney Halleck. All these are like, deadly okay, people um, on their own. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think you should be a little more concerned that it could have been any of those people. <laughs> um, you know. Yeah. And he's more, con- like, the Baron is more pissed off that Piter doesn't have a specific answer. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I get if you said, like, it was specifically, we know it was Gurney yeah. Halleck. That it's like, okay, we have to deal with finding him. But, okay, so clearly you don't know where any of those people mm-hmm. are. That's a pretty big hole. He's also so t- ticked off that yeah. the Duke is still so druggy. <laughs> yeah, he tries to make a big statement when they first bring Leto in, but he realizes belatedly that, one, he has said it too loud, <laughs> and he feels like he's lost face. He's lost some of his power because he kind of went like, so! Uh, uh, <laughs> <shit>. you know, <laughs> it's too much. And the Duke is so drugged that he can't really tell what's happening. And Do you know so... who should have played the Baron? Like, I love, I love mm. Skarsgård. No, 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 but really, John C. C. Riley <laughs> is just all over this scene. <laughs> this is very John C. Riley. This is yeah. dropping stuff. <laughs> he has he ever been a villain? Um, like, I know. Right? Actually. I think, yeah, but I'm going to have to get back to you on that. I'll, yeah, I'll circle just... back. We'll circle back to that. 
I feel like he's always he's always a surprise. It's a quick, you know, side note about the right. John C. Riley. He's, <laughs> he's very so good. good. Uh, it's like, well, mm-hmm. he's very good, and I'll never forget when I saw Chicago, and he's just suddenly bursting into a number, and it was like, oh, <laughs> oh my god, like this this guy's super freaking talented. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, this is astonishing and heartbreaking. I actually really dislike Chicago, but I really loved him in it. Oh, we we argue yet again. I'm sorry. Oh, but you know what? You know what? I'm listen, I'm gonna be honest. Like my mind can totally be changed because okay, as you know, Megan, <laughs> over mm-hmm. the past few days I've become obsessed with the revival of Oklahoma. Yes. <laughs> and if you had told me like even a month ago that I would be I would have listened to the cast recording like three times already. <laughs> but Oklahoma fucks. <laughs> I'm just gonna it say does. it. It's very sexy. If you don't know, everyone, this new Oklahoma. It fucks. fucks. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You might have thought that Hugh Jackman won on PBS fucked, but no. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. No. Not even the slightest. No. (laughs) Uh, So so they realize also that they cannot find the Duke's signet ring. So it's just a whole, you know. He also, the Baron does blame Piter for killing Yui too soon. He's like, well, you killed him too soon, and he could have told us more stuff. It's like, mm, I, you kind of told him he could. Gave him a big wink. Uh, so Leto starts to remember the tooth, but he's still too drugged. He can't tell who's who in the room and things like that. Um. Then Leto kind of passes out. Uh, he comes to, and he is sitting at a table uh, filled with food. Because I guess it's, you know, it's a big climactic dinner sequence. And also the Baron's there, so he has to be eating constantly. Always, always. Um, It's like that Monty Python sketch. So he's trying to figure out, and of course, you know, he can only tell who's who by voice. He starts to realize it's the Baron. Uh, He knows, he realizes that Jessica and Paul are alive because they're asking where they would have gone to hide. He can also hear what they... what he's told is one of his men being tortured in the background. I don't remember. Yeah, so that's always, you know, that's just there to screw with his head. Uh, Piter also starts to talk about torturing the Duke and gets very into it because he is a creep, total creep show. Uh, and then the Baron's just like, well, I don't want to have to have Piter torture you, but if that's what it comes <laughs> to. Uh, yeah, we'll throw some hot tallow on your eyelids, and that's not fun. I do like that even the Baron has had enough of Piter, because there's several... He talks about putting the tallow, like hot tallow, torch with hot tallow. And mm-hmm. there's some other stuff happens, and then several lines down, Piter is still talking about hot tallow and torture and the patterns of nerve endings and stuff. And the Baron's like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, we get it already. <laughs> yes, <Jesus>. you're amazing. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Uh, John C. Riley has played, played a villain, by the way. Okay. Kings of New York. Oh. He was Happy Jack Mulraney. Yeah, he was that bad. He was that dickhead cop. Oh yeah, I don't know if that counts. Yeah. I'm counting it. Everyone was a villain in Gangs of New York. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um. So. Also, we need to talk about Kevin. In what world is John C. Riley and Tilda Swinton married? This is just blows my mind. Okay, <laughs> moving on. There are so many movies that are about relationships that are falling apart where you're like, uh-huh. why didn't this fall apart? 
after the second date. <laughs> <laughs> like, Chicago, at least, you know, she just wanted a guy with a job, basically. Right. <laughs> um, and he couldn't believe his luck, and that's sort of the whole point. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I... <laughs> I mean, I guess the thing there is that Tilda Swinton can be very, I don't want to say plain, but she can just be sort of, hello. I've seen young Adam. I know. (laughs) It's a sort of, hello, I work in an office. and But she's very glamorous, and we have to talk about, oh, goodness. That's Ezra Miller, right? Uh, Yeah, I think that's Ezra Miller, yeah. Um, They should be in Dune. They really should. I mean, Ezra Miller, he's He's such a... He would be a great fade, Rafa. I'm sorry. He would be amazing. Oh, my God. I can't believe I never thought of it until now. And Tilda, she could play all the parts. I saw Suspiria. Yeah, Tilda's all She could play everyone. <laughs> she was sort of a low-key Baron type in uh, The Beach, where she was just like, oh, that's welcome right. to my yeah. island, fuck paradise. By the right. way, Leo, we're fucking... Yeah, you should be so lucky. Man, she's gotten to sleep with she like again, I'm going to bring up Young Adam, which is basically porn. If you just want to watch Tilda Swinton and you and McGregor getting it on for 3 hours, <laughs> that's the movie for you. It is it has no plot, but it is very good. If you want to see her get it on with a very young Billy Zane, Orlando. Oh god, Orlando. Yes. That movie was very formative to yes, me. Yeah. I think I'm, uh, I think I'm pretty much bisexual because Orlando. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, young Billy Zane. What a time. Mm-hmm. Young Tilda. Yeah. yeah that's uh anyhow. I mean, she is unfortunately anyway, not in Dune. Damn moving it. Moving on. Damn it. Um, yeah. So finally, Leto thinks about his life. And how it wasn't. It was pretty you know, good. Yeah, he thinks yeah. about a time. I will. I, I got a little choked up. He thinks about a time that he was like flying a kite with Paul, and Paul was laughing, mm-hmm. and it was just like, oh, you know. Yeah, and I like those sorts of flashbacks and things because I do think that a lot of times the yeah. flashback uh, is utilized for really big things, and I don't. I don't think you think about big yeah. things in these moments. I do think. I think mm-hmm. you would think about these no. moments, like that time you went to the fair, or yeah, a small happy moment. Uh, yeah, but he he bites the tooth, but unfortunately yeah. he gets Piter. Thank God. Uh, but Piter and and the and Piter makes. Yeah. A noise which causes the Baron to realize something is awry. He ducks into the next room and mm-hmm. he survives. So, boo. The Baron lives. But Piter's yeah, dead. Boo. Yay! Yay! But not to worry because the Baron's already ordered a new oh. kind <laughs> from the Mentat I factory. I feel that he said, don't make this one as weird. Yeah, I'm going to need you guys to really check on this one. <laughs> not weird. Like... Let's take it down a notch. Make sure he's not addicted to Sappho juice. He's not addicted to spice. He's not, right. you know, a sadist who wants to cut people yeah, up. Yeah. And like who knows all the nerve yeah, and stuff. Like let's yeah. let's calm down. Yeah. <laughs> but he's also kind of bummed because now he has to put the Beast for Ben in charge of Arrakis where before he really was gonna let Piter have control of the territory. Just because he's got a plan. Like, the Baron, he ain't dumb. He wants to put someone who is horrible in mm-hmm. charge. 
someone that's going to oppress and that the people will hate so that he can he can then get rid of that that person and install his beloved wonderful fade in it should be Ezra Miller. Yeah, who totally should, should be Ezra Miller. Uh I feel like we could just say this to Ezra Miller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's all right. Mr. Miller, um excuse me. <laughs> would you consider You're very busy on your farm. Yeah. But if you have some time for June. Right. Just have a Chris and I fight. Yeah. It's fine. You just show up a yeah. couple of times. Yeah. Take your shirt off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> the Baron is also just like, everyone. it's everyone's fault but my own. It's Piter's fault. It's the guard's fault. Uh, then as he leaves, he gives a promotion to a guard who we get tons of information about, who we learn is addicted to Samuda, which is basically Molly. Uh, you are basically just hearing music in your mind all the time, in your deepest consciousness, and it's just... I mean, like, this sounds awesome, and I want to try it. Yeah, it's... Of all the drugs that have been mentioned in this universe, it's kind of like, all right, hey, why aren't um, more people on Samuda? Yeah, I'm down. I'm uh, cool. Maybe they all are, and we just start hearing about it. Like, right. everyone's just doing Samuda. It's like Soma. <laughs> uh, so he ha- he gives this guard a new promotion... He says the room is clear. It was poison gas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a Sarda car shows up. He was like, okay, what the F is going on? <laughs> yeah. I have to report to the Emperor. Uh, where is the Duke? What is happening? The Baron does not like that the Sarda car do not give him enough respect. Right. And he, the Colonel, uh, the Sarda car Colonel, demands to see the room where Leto died in his body. And the Baron hates this because he realizes that then it's going to be obvious that it, the Duke did it himself. Yeah. That they haven't had a chance to like stage the scene. Oh, the Duke is upstaying once again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's really pissed off because he knows this isn't going to go well with the Emperor. Right. And as they are waiting, he calls one of his servants Tells him he's hungry, so he wants food sent to his room and a young sex slave that they purchased recently who looks like Paul Atreides mm-hmm. sent to his room and drugged. Yeah, gross. 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 And that's the ending because, ew. Yeah. It was the blessed was relief when this chapter came to an end. Yeah, anything that starts with the bear and you're just no. like, no. <laughs> but next next week is going to be a big chapter. Um, It's mm-hmm. going to be like the last chapter of part one of book one uh before we get into book two muadib so very exciting stuff and we're gonna have some special episodes in between book one and book two so we really want you to uh check those out we're gonna have some guests that Mm -hmm. have not been on yet so that's exciting and we are doing an episode that is a special episode that will be about the Dark Tower. Yes, something that we we could easily talk about <laughs> an hour a day, all, the, all time. the time, every day. And kind of do sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it happens. It does happen. Yeah, so that was the chapter. Um, I'm actually yeah. kind of glad that, you know, we don't need to wax poetic about the Baron. No, there's not a lot to say about the Baron. He's gross. He's yeah. a lazy villain. He's gross. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, like, in subsequent episodes, we'll have a lot more to say about him. But for now, he's just too upsetting. We don't want to have anything to do with that. Yep, basically. <laughs> Again, like, like we 
our audio snafu. We did have a longer episode. I apologize. Next week will definitely be better. Um, but in the meantime, we'd love to hear from you. Your experience is reading Dune. If you want to reach out to us, we're at Weirding Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We're also at weirdingpodcast at gmail.com. So reach out. We love, love, love letters. We'll read them. We'll totally mm-hmm. read them. If you send them we to definitely them. If you send them, we will read them. Yep. <laughs> Any <laughs> ad, Megan? Bye.